Hey everyone, welcome back in to J2M's Just Two Murphs Talking Sports. Oh, it is so good to be back. And it is amazing actually to be back because we are back in a live pod. That's right. We have another live pod. The coach is gone. He's not here. But we got the other Murph. We got the Professor JT. JT, say hello to the listeners out there. It is true. I'm here. Thank you for having me. And I know the coach is out there listening. So he's with us in spirit. Oh, and, and I'm so excited to have you in today because you know what today is. Uh, let's see. What could it be? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? The NFL Combine. Oh, my God. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Right. Watching NFL ready guys or, or college guys running real fast, jumping real high. It's, it's exciting stuff. All joking aside, what, what it is, it's the beginning of the NFL season. That's what most people think. You got the combine. You got NFL free agency. You got the draft. I mean, this is it. I mean, the games start in the fall, but this is where we get excited, right? Well, this is an exciting time. And it's a little stressful, too, because we both want to know. A whole nation needs to know what is going to happen with the GOAT. Tom Brady? There's only one goat. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah. And when you think about the combine, the it's also the unofficial start of NFL free agency. And yes, when you think 2020 free agency, does anybody care about anybody but Tom Brady? No. <laughs> Which really brings us into the meat of this podcast today. So I, I know I mentioned last time on that Facebook group poll. Thank you all for, for voting out there. We actually got a winner, JT. Oh my God! What is it? Do you have any guesses? Ah, uh, let's see. No, I don't. I'm just gonna let, let me just remind you what it was. It, it was Oakland, Las Vegas, okay. Washington D.C., Seattle. I think I put another out there. I don't think anybody even went there. But so basically, Oakland, Las Vegas, Washington D.C., and Seattle. What do you What do you think won out of there? I don't know. I'm gonna go with no spoilers. Why don't you just tell me? Oakland, Las Vegas, Ooh. and you know why that's that's important for today's podcast? Hmm. I'll tell you why. Tom Brady, the GOAT, he's going to the Raiders, man. Wow, that is uh, a pretty big statement, and uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Do you think that's a good thing? I think it's an amazing thing. Not not as a Patriots fan. Well, hold on. Not, not, not as a Patriots fan. I don't want it to okay. happen. All right. But from just like, I don't know, NFL excitement, because I, I've said this on earlier podcasts. Mm-hmm. See the shirt I'm wearing right now? Well, yeah, of course. It's the it's a it's a beautiful shirt. What can I say? TB twelve six. We got six championships. It, it's true. I'm feeling good. I mean, yes, to squeeze out another one would be wonderful. I know you want number seven, of course. But I, I I think I might be ready for a new chapter. So if he is to leave, the reason why I think Vegas would be awesome. It's the entertainment capital of the world. But you know what? Let's not get into it too much because the other exciting thing about picking Oakland Las Vegas is you're not going to have two guys from Boston talking about it. We're going to bring in the experts, Francis and the L train. I'm ready to talk to them, but I just wanted to say one thing real quick. I think what you're doing with the Patriots, it seems like you're doing, you're a little nervous to lose Brady. So you're compartmentalizing. You're trying to like set yourself My projection. up. Well, you're being like, okay, you're trying to make yourself happy with this outcome of Brady's not there. Cause I understand it is a scary thing. I mean, I'm a little nervous too. Oh, you caught me. You got me. <laughs> but no, I, I think what's going to be fun today is is the, these guys that we bring in. I've known a long time. They're originally from the Bay Area. Francis is down in L.A. 
L trains out in, in uh, Central California now. But again, they're the biggest Raider fans. Nice. And we've, I mean, we go way back. So yeah, I you're, you're probably right, but I want to see what they think about my prediction too. So let, let's go ahead. Let's get the squad cast. Let's call these guys in, all right? Yeah, let's do it. I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. But hey, you know what? Before we do that, I, I, I just remembered. Don't forget, everyone. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. I mean, this is going to be a great conversation. But afterwards, you know, we talked in the beginning, no more coach. We got to tell the listeners. I'm sure they're, they're wondering, too, what happened when we saw the Celtics live against Rip City. Well, we, we'll get into that. But there, there is still a coach, and he's listening. So, hello. <laughs> so, yeah, a- after this conversation, we, we have a new segment that we want to kick off that's going to be really exciting. has to do with the game. So just a- after our conversation with Francis and the L train, we'll go there. Okay. Um, I'm excited. But without further ado, let's get into it. Let's, let's get into some Vegas Raiders. Francis and the L train. Are you guys out there? Yeah, we're here. I'm here in Orange County. Hey now. I'm here in Fresno. Oh, oh my God. I, I can't believe this is happening right now. I I have on the on the line right now, folks, the biggest Raider fans that exist in the planet. And we are so lucky to have you guys. Welcome to the podcast. Yep, glad to be here. Well, I mean, timing couldn't be better. Um, in the studio today, you guys are lucky to have the professor JT. Say hello, JT. Hello, I am JT. And I am the L train. Hey now. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Well, (laughs) guys, the the reason why JT is here, you'll find this funny. Of course, you know the coach. You know the coach really, really well. (laughs) And you know how big of a sports fan he is. Well, this gentleman right here, he's become a sports fan just in the last three years. Fantasy football brought him in. But I'm telling you, every Sunday right now, well, his wife's about to have a baby, so things might change a little bit for him. But as it is right now, every Sunday, JT, how many football games do you miss on Sunday? Well, I'm watching Red Zone mostly, so it's not like I'm watching each individual game. But I want to defend myself for a moment. I've been a sports fan because when you live in Boston for as long as I did, it's hard not to be at least a casual sports fan. But I was always a little like on the outside just because, I don't know, I couldn't get engaged you know, I couldn't really follow it when I didn't feel like I was involved in it. But then um, when you introduce gambling to something, it's amazing just how quickly you can get into it. So that happened and I'm ready to start the J2M Fantasy League next year. Hope you guys are down. Yeah, it, it raises the intensity. Well, the reason we really had to get you guys on is I don't know if you've been listening to earlier podcasts, but I got my take on Brady watch. Let, let's just get it out there. The elephant in the room when it comes to the NFL, does anything matter right now? But where is Brady going? And I'm sorry, he's going to the Raiders. What do you guys think about that? Okay. Um, him to the Raiders is to me, I mean, it, a lot of speculation. Um, I think if he's going to go anywhere, I think he's going to go to the, to the chargers. That's my, my personal. Oh, really? Opinion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they need to sell tickets. They need to fill. They're the they're the stepchild to the Rams in a new stadium, and uh, Rivers isn't coming back. So I mean, Brady lives in Brentwood, so I, I definitely think he's going to stay in California. Um, I think he's using the, the Raiders as a bargaining chip. Well, let, let's just get right to it here. I, I know you're trying to be all analytical. He says, about- he says Chargers. Yeah, no, no. I think the problem here is, <laughs> this is something you don't know, JT. Okay. I've known these guys a long, long time. You know how long I've known these guys? 
I'm going to guess like 20 years. Yeah, you're right on there. And in fact, guys, not to bring up bad memories, but it was almost, we're about a month removed, 18 years to one of the greatest games of all time, which I call the snowball game. Snow job. Yep. Tuck rule. Horrible. <laughs> do, do, do you remember watching that game together? Yeah. So we were at my house and uh, Francis and I and yourself were sitting there watching the game. And I remember you went out in my patio because the game was over. The, the, the goat, Charles Woodson, created a fumble. Beaker recumber, recovered. I was pissed. It. All of a sudden, you walked out because you were basically crying in your beer. And it was <laughs> the game was over. And I stayed in. And I said, wait a second, you guys, something is going on here. And the worst possible thing that has ever happened, I think, in sports uh, was a reversed call when the game was over. And then that created your dynasty of the Patriots <laughs> going forward. That's oh, it. Such a beautiful thing. That's what happened. Bottom line. So, Francis, isn't that the real problem here? is uh, when I met you, the, the Patriots were nothing. They were nobodies. I was pissed off because Drew Bledsoe got knocked out. It yep. was over for me. This little skinny kid, Tom Brady, comes in, and now look what's happened. I, I think that's the issue here is how, you, you can't even, like, fathom this man, after what he's done to you, is now going to be your QB. Let's just be honest. I don't think it's this, this is Lawrence. I, uh, I don't think that's the reason why I wouldn't want Brady. I got to hear, I, I, not to not, not to cut you off, Eltrin. Yeah. I got to hear Francis on this one. Sure. All right, go ahead. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> I think he's more, um, I, I, I do think he, he's a system quarterback. Um, for him to, to come wow. in and then wow. try to turn turn our franchise I try to turn our franchise around um I'd rather do it by building a defense than spending money on on Brady's last two years uh in the league that's He's my expensive personal, yeah it's my personal view and there's a I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of uh there's a lot of things that that, that can change in a hurry if, if you know doing that and um I don't think Gruden is a big uh Brady Brady guy yeah, but how about from the business perspective? And, and I want to get into this too with you guys as far as, I don't know if you listened to a couple podcasts ago, and I'm sure you're upset because it was a Bay Area pod. And I should have brought you guys in first because you guys are Bay Area, even though you're in Orange County now, Francis. But well, can, I, can I ask a question yes. real quick? So my question is like, what are, what are the thoughts and what are the feelings? Run us through what it's like to know that your team is going to Las Vegas. Well, you know, let me let me get to that point, but I want to finish off uh, the conversation about Brady coming to the Raiders. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let me give you my take on it. So I'm a Brady. I like Tom Brady. I think I call him the GOAT. Uh, the reason why I like him is because I'm a Raider fan, but I'm also a Niner hater, and I can't stand <laughs> in the 49ers. Really? The, the biggest thing that gets into a 49er fan crawl is the fact that Brady is, is the greatest of all time as compared to Joe Montana. And I love rubbing that into, into their faces. And every time he wins a Super Bowl when the Raiders aren't there, I point that out to every Niner fan I know. Oh, there's another Super Bowl ring that's more than Montana or that's more than the 49ers. And I love the fact that they keep winning Super Bowls and it's rubbing it in their faces. So that being said, Brady coming to the Raiders, I, 
I can imagine why he would. This is where I wanted to go with my question with you guys is to him, this is my my thought. To yeah. him, this is not the Raiders. This is a brand new NFL franchise in Las Vegas, entertainment capital of the world, brand new stadium. He's going to start off a new franchise. From okay. a business perspective, does it get any better than that? Well, here's the other thing. Here's the problem with that, Murph. The problem with that is that Brady, he's a he wants to win too, right? But he wants to he has to have a defense to win and an offense. The Raiders didn't have either of those, and he had what the best defense with the Patriots last year in the NFL. The only thing that he didn't have were receivers, and he's going to a place that don't that doesn't have receive, receivers either. And no defense. So to me, from a player standpoint, why would he make that decision to learn a Gruden offense, which is it's, it's a really hard offense to learn. And, it, and to me, it's outdated. So there's no reason why he would move his at the end of his career and decide to basically take a step back in the last one or two years of his career and into a team that's not ready yet. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I actually agree with you, and I don't necessarily share Paul's view. I think he is coming back to the Patriots, but with everything you just said, there is one thing the Raiders have that the Patriots don't right now, and that's a tight end, and Darren Waller's looking pretty good. I, I, if there was one consolation prize, it would be those kind of drop-off passes to what Tom Brady could do connecting with Darren Waller. Okay, so you know what? I'm not a fan of Waller. Oh, really? No, I think he should be traded. And here's the reason why. Uh, he doesn't catch 50-50 balls. He's not a person that can go up and have a toughness like a, uh, you know, a Kelsey or a Gronk in your, in your terms. Um, he doesn't go up and get 50-50 balls. And I've watched in all the Raider receivers last year, uh, not go up and get a 50-50 ball. Uh, That's why you can't just throw it up to those guys. And the big knock on Derek Carr last year was, well, he's not throwing deep. He keeps checking down. Well, one, these guys can't get open. Two, they can't, they're not fast enough to, to get open. And three, when they are open, they can't go up and get a 50-50 ball if there's close coverage. And Carter's right. one of those guys. And that's why I don't think, uh, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not high on him at all. All right. You, you went there. You went with Derek Carr. So this is what I want to hear between you and Francis. Sure. Obviously, I hear you guys, both of you, no Brady, no Raiders. You got Derek Carr. What do you think of him? I want to hear you guys talk about that. So there's a big rift in Raider Nation, Paul. And the big rift in Raider Nation is Derek Carr. There's the people that love Derek Carr, like myself. And there's the people that don't. You have a bias towards Carr, Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. And so my bias is in full disclosure. It's everybody else's fault. It's Gruden's fault. It's his receiver's fault. Trade Waller, which sounds ridiculous. The guy's so fresh out of rehab. So my bias that you're <laughs> you're thinking of is I went to Fresno State, right? So I'm a Fresno State alumni, and that's that's where Derek Carr went. But with that rationale, I was bias. I hear bias. So when I was a, when I was a uh, when I was at Fresno State, you know I've also watched David Carr, but when he went into the NFL, I didn't follow him to watch Houston. Derek Carr just happened to go to the Raiders, and I think he's a great quarterback. I think he has all the, the uh, 
uh, um, the things that are needed to, to be in a Gruden system if Gruden's going to have this system. And I think the biggest knock on the Raiders right now is primarily it's Gruden's system. It's old. It's outdated. He has the same system as he had in 2000. And even he beat his own system in the Super Bowl when he went to the, the Buccaneers. And then all of a sudden, you know, Dave uh, Lynch was calling out passes. And next thing you know, Gannon's throwing five picks in the Super Bowl. I he knows how to let me interrupt own. here. I, I haven't seen any sluggo from Derek Carr. All right. Any pump, any pump fake, a pump fake and hitting the receiver in the seam is what I'm talking about. Uh, with, okay. with the dinking and dunking that he does, you blame on the system. Um, I see receivers yeah. running open all the time on my television screen. Mm-hmm. And I pause it and I go, why didn't he go there? He doesn't trust his receiver. Fine. He doesn't trust Zay Jones. You know, um, I've seen that. I agree with that. And a perfect, perfect example uh, why Raider fans are split on Carr is, is his toughness. All right. Yeah, he did break his leg. Uh, but there's been times where he, you know, a, a, an offensive lineman misses a block. He gets pissed off, throws the ball on the ground like a prima donna, like, oh. You just screwed up the whole play, right? And Raider fans, it's fourth down. We don't want to see that. We want to see you make an effort, an extra effort to, you know, get outside, which he does once in a while. I go move outside the pocket, all right, and, uh, you know, extend the play. And the other thing is I've never seen Derek Carr get up from taking a hit to celebrate a touchdown. I've never seen him get off the ground like great quarterbacks do where they're just – they know it's a touchdown. They put their fingers up in the air, and they get off the ground, right? Never seen Carr do that. I can definitely sense the rift right now. I, I don't understand I don't understand what you mean you haven't his, – his toughness I don't think can be in question. How many games has he missed? He broke a leg. He broke his back. He broke his finger. And he missed, what, two games out of all these years? That To me – I'm talking about by- the way he goes into the fetal position early in the pocket. Before the mm, he feels phantom bad. pressure and he he steps in and he and he, he he ends the play. He doesn't roll out. He doesn't back up. Some sometimes he doesn't step into the pocket. Well, that that was um, that was a great take and great listening to Francis and the L train. Um, unfortunately, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, so we we had to cut it a little short jt yeah i know it's a bummer but that was a great conversation i loved hearing about all the stuff going on in raider nation and i have to be honest if there was one team the patriots had to go to i'd choose vegas and i'm not worried about having these guys back for the same conversation because i know when free agency starts march 18th he's going to vegas (laughs) And, and it'll be different at that point but we'll get these guys on again but uh Hey, listen, let, let's move on. Let's move on to the next segment that we were going to talk about here. And we have something to launch. But before we get into that, I'm sure the listeners have been waiting patiently to get our take on what it was like to see the green live in Rip City with the coach. J3Ms together watching a basketball game. JT, how did it feel being out there, man? Had a great time, especially you're in an away stadium. You're like, I'm from Boston spending so much time there and then now i'm in portland oregon and the losers have to leave their home stadium three minutes before the game's over but honestly jason tatum eight out of 12 three point shots scored it was pretty beautiful and i have to say i'm all in on the green now 
Jason Tatum, all-star, or like the coach calls, superstar. <laughs> um, it, no, he's been he's been so fun to watch and to see him live. I, me- I remember at the end of the game, because our seats were so good, he was right there going through the tunnel, giving his actual game shoes to a to a kid. Anyway, it was, it was just cool to be Class that close. act. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it was great. But, yeah, to be together, watching the green. Um, we even had a moment. I think the last sports event we were at was in Fenway. Do you remember that? Where oh, we, yeah. We had the clam chowder, the Gotta three of the us, chowder. all with our spoons up. Well, remember at halftime for this show, what were we doing? We were eating a little salt and straw, caramel. Shout out to the salt and straw, yummy organic ice cream. No, that <laughs> that, that was a lot of fun. But no, I look over, I just start laughing because it was the same look with the spoons, with the cup. But no, it, it was such a fun game. Um, but you know what you don't realize, JT? They weren't even 100%. They don't even have... I'm sure you've heard on uh, earlier podcast Kemba Walker. I know. I've been I've been totally ready for this Kemba. Yeah. Well, don't you worry because this is what's happening right now. We're announcing a new segment to the podcast. That's right, folks. Are you ready? Do you ready for the unveil? I need to hear it. Here we go. Drum roll. <laughs> Coach's corner. Oh my god. That's right. Starting next week, the coach himself, because we, we got to keep this going. The green are too good. Like you just said, Jason Tatum, you saw him live. You saw all the points, all the three point. Remember that three pointer he had with the, the guy right in his face and he's really far back. Like, well, that went in. Yeah, no, the coach is going to be here every week to just get us ready for the playoffs because we're almost there. And I'm, I'm excited to, to have this new segment. But hey, listen, it, it's been a great episode. We got the Oakland Vegas guys in. Again, sorry about the technical difficulties. Uh, Squadcast, you let us down. It's okay. That's all right. We'll get them next time. Uh, but hey, before we go, little housekeeping for you folks out there that have gotten us on Apple Podcasts. you gotten us on Spotify. I don't even know what player you got. Tune in. Just remember, hit that subscribe button. Because if you subscribe, we're going to download a new episode every week. So we appreciate you listening. Um, really, it's been awesome so far. But you know, we got to get out of here, JT, don't we? Smash that subscribe button. We we have we have people to see, things to do. But hey, it's been real. Uh, but JT, in in coach's honor, can you take us out? Oh yeah. Um, just one more point about the uh, New England Patriots. Oh, he doesn't want to go out yet. Yeah, FanDuel has them favored as of Thursday. Brady's coming back to the Patriots, negative 180 with the second as the Titans, uh, which is ahead of the Raiders. So I'm feeling good about our odds, the Vegas odds. Yeah, typical Patriots fan. According to my calculations. Hopefully he's back. He wants number seven, being the greedy young man he is. Listen. My calculations are perfect. He's going to Vegas. It's okay. It's going to happen. All right. On Coach's Honor, JT, take us out, man. According to my calculations, the episode has now concluded. Wow, Coach, I know you can do better next time. But hey, everyone, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. We're out.